Welcome to Making an Impression, The Sketches. This is part two of my recording with the amazing Irish impressionist Al Foran and voice acting superstar Kate Harbour. We discuss bad Irish accents and we dare Kate to try hers out on Al. We delve into the contained fury of Roy Keane, investigate the wrong voice in the wrong place technique and decide it's high time there was a dedicated show starring all Impressionists on TV. Three great sketches with voices that include Roy Keane, of course, Denzel Washington, Al Pacino, and a range of young and old ladies, and many more, plus some nice little cock-ups. Enjoy. There was recent outrage from a, a movie called um, Wild Mountain Time, and it was a, it was Jamie Dornan and Emily Blunt attempting the Irish accent. Yeah, and uh, Irish Twitter just went. They weren't so much outraged by it. Yeah, but they just oh the the like the trailer just got absolutely pummeled, you yeah. know, with with criticism. But it, it was trending in Ireland for a day, and it was just their, their attempts at Irish accents were. So this is Jamie Dornan doing a, a Southern Irish accent, presumably because he's Northern yeah. Irish. Yeah, t- yeah. Well, I, I didn't watch the film, but you know his accent was actually as bad as as Emily Blunt's. And then he had Christopher Walken doing the Irish yeah. accent at the start oh of the trailer. And it was, yeah, yeah. I thought it was hilarious. I really did. Yeah. Like, you know, well, there was there was that one. What was the film with Brad Pitt playing a Northern Irishman? And it was it could have been any. He could have been from anywhere. Something with the Devils yeah. with Harrison yeah. Ford. But he was rubbish in that. It's he uh, was terrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, look, we're gonna we're gonna be great now. That that makes me really nervous. <laughs> <laughs> because you know you're doing an approximation when you when you're doing it you're not absolutely genuine article oh god well, i think we can all safely do these voices uh for this next sketch and it features it's basically um a roy Keane sketch so we we, we know al is going to take that one on uh we've got um a wife roy's wife which is going to be played well i dare you to do an irish accent now um <laughs> Oh, sorry, talk, sorry, Kate. Talk sorry. about setting me up. I'm <laughs> failing. I've really no. This is unfair. <laughs> um, that's your problem. Um, I I could do the. I'll do the kids um, crying and stuff. Um, and this is by Sean Percival, who's a regular contributor. Uh, Sean is a, as I always say, but I'll say it again. He's a terrific stand-up who I used to perform with back in the day, and he's been writing some great sketches for the show. So this is. Um, well, it hasn't got a title, but it's it's all about Roy Keane, so uh, let's go. Uh, it's, we're singing happy birthday, aren't we? <laughs> happy birthday, birthday to, to you. you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Daddy. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> so, what did you think, Roy? Now listen, Theresa, I'm shocked. I'm shocked at how bad the singing was. Yeah, that was the worst singing I've heard in my life. Yeah, listen, it was disgraceful. Oh, I'm sorry, Daddy. Uh, no, don't apologise, kids. Now, don't blame them, Roy. It was my idea for them to sing to you. I'm sorry, Roy. Oh, listen, sorry isn't good enough, Theresa. That was horrendous singing. Hang on, my mum was trying to ring me when I was looking at the script. I'm fuming sitting here. Fuming. 
you were all out of tune, every one of you, admit it, that was awful. I mean, where were the harmonies? Why wasn't there any musical accompaniment? Teresa, why weren't you conducting them in a professional manner? But, 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 Dad, we bought you a cake. We, we, we didn't blow the candles out. Yeah, I suppose so. Hang on a second. There's only eight candles on the cake. Well, what's wrong with that, Dad? I'm 49. Not eight. There should be 49 candles on the cake. Not eight. I'm flabbergasted. Flabbergasted. There's only eight candles on the cake, Teresa. Kids, should hang your heads in shame. Oh, for Christ's sake, Roy. We wouldn't have been able to fit 49 candles on the cake. The kids use their own money to buy that cake. Now, just have a little piece of it, would you? All right, go on. Just, But just a little piece, OK? Does it taste yummy, Daddy? Oh, Jesus, that's disgusting. That's like eating sugar. No, it's, it's much too sweet. Why would you buy me this cake, kids? Do you want my tea to go rotten and drop out? Of course we don't, Daddy. No, I've eaten some horrible cake in my time, but that takes the biscuit. I'm staggered. Staggered sitting here. The flat singing, the lack of candles, the sickly cake. Come oh. on, Roy. It can't be that bad. It's one of Mr Kipling's. They sell millions of those all around the world. What? You mean that cake was made by an international cake maker? An established international cake maker? Well, he was obviously just going through the motions when he made this cake. He's the most overrated cake maker in the world. I'm taking this cake back right now and there's no way around it. I'm going to be throwing punches at this cake maker. I'm off. Oh, Daddy, come back. Please don't hurt Mr Kipling. Uh, uh, Kids, I'm afraid your dad is going to be giving Mr Kipling an exceedingly good beating. And we'd better get those frozen Yorkshire puddings we bought for the first time out of the freezer and throw them away. Why do we have to do that, Mummy? Because if your dad doesn't like those, Aunt Bessie might end up getting a kicking as well. Oh. <laughs> now, I can, I can safely say I was the weak link there um, <laughs> because I couldn't oh, decide no, whether the, I couldn't decide <laughs> if the kids should be Irish, Mancunian, uh, English. I, yeah, I didn't know what I was doing with that. But I, I, did you think? Um, did you think that was a bit very, very good and very well observed, but a bit long? Yeah, I think it's a bit of a yeah. long, a long one to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it found the jokes, Possibly. didn't it? It found the because you did. Your Roy is so good there. And what I love about Roy, I know we talked about this, Al, on our, when we did our interview show, was that you always have this impression of Roy as this angry, furious man. Oh, yeah. But he, he doesn't, in his, when he's talking, he never, the, the voice never actually gets to fury or anger. It's, it's, it's like Josie, you know, it's up and down, very much yeah. like that. You know, he's from Cork as well, so. Sounds very you know, laid back, it, yeah. Yeah, no, the people in Cork are very, you know, they're very straight with what they say, you know. That's it. That's part of it. You know, you've got to be honest, you know. I do like that. It's, okay. it's such a love, well-observed one, because you, I guess I say, my, in my, your mind's eye, you're just thinking, Roy, you know, got his, his leg up in someone's <laughs> thigh and he's trying to kill people and getting angry with his... Jamie Redknapp, you know, and, and, and yet it's it's that sort of contained, as you said, the sort of a contained yeah. anger, and it's all in the almost indignant. But he's on he? Instagram now, Roy oh, Keane, and and yeah, it was like the biggest news ever when he decided to go on Instagram. It was yeah. just people couldn't believe it. Roy Keane on social media, he has this kind of mythical aura 
around him. You know, people yeah. just are so fascinated by him. Maybe because he was just such a a tough guy, and you know, very angry most of the time, and a winner as well. So yeah, yeah people are very interest fascinated by the man Roy Keane I love contained anger or fury and irritation there's something really interesting about that yeah you know, people who just always bottle it <laughs> just bottle it up I mean I bottle it up yeah but I mean if you there's a clip of there's a clip of um Roy Keane I think Aston Villa last season um, and yeah. managed to stay up in the Premier League and there's a clip of them all celebrating in the dressing room and it just cuts to Roy Keane and he's there like that <laughs> But Micah Richards, Micah Richards is on with him, and Micah Richards cannot stop laughing at Roy Keane's reaction, and it's just pure. It's TV gold, like you know. And he's there shaking his head. <laughs> How's your Micah Richards, by the way? That's a good one. To uh, do, isn't that's it? one. I, that's one I got to work on. He's yeah. he's fantastic. He's great, he's, isn't he? He's a, he's a he's a breath of fresh air. Him and Roy Keane. He yeah. brings the best out of Roy Keane, which I love. He does. You know? What I think so great about him is he's irreverent towards Keane uh, and he's not scared of him. No. That's a great good cop, bad cop, isn't it? It oh, is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. It was real good fun. Um, that was great. I really enjoyed that. I'm sorry I was so shit as, a, as the kids, but, um, you know, I can't have everything, can we? Now, I'll tell you what we're going to do because I'm, I'm conscious of time. So we're going to move straight on to the next sketch, uh, which is called If You've Been Affected. Uh, this is by another regular writer for the show, Tom Jensen. I like Tom's work. He's, he's, he's terrific. Now, in this one, uh, we've got Phil uh, and Sharon from the Queen Vic. Now, I, I have volunteered to do Phil because I do a bit of a Phil like that, which sounds a bit like Sean Dyche, but from <laughs> the East End, right? But I, I think yours is going to be better than mine, Al. So, uh, oh, I don't know. Got, I don't know. Come on. <laughs> yeah. We'll go. We'll try. <laughs> Give it a shot. And um, I, was, I was incidentally doing Sean Dyche in a previous show, and I, I would not claim to be a Sean Dyche impersonator. You know, I was just talking like that. You know, I, I, I don't even know what the accent is. It's someone in Midlands <laughs> or something like that. And it was quite a long sketch. And by the end of it, of course, couldn't talk. Um, so it completely <laughs> wrecked and shredded the vocal cords. Oh, no. Um, however, we'll leave Sean Dyche to one side for now. And Kate, you're happy with taking on Sharon? Yeah, I'll take her on. Yeah, I've watched a couple of Duff Duffs lately. They're hilarious. Right. <laughs> okay. Brilliant. <laughs> so we've got the, the setup here is, I'm just going to have a rest and a cup of tea here. Um, so this is uh, Phil and Sharon at the Queen Vic sitting at a table. Away you go. Cheers, Phil. Cheers. Twelve times, yeah? Sharon, what exactly is this in aid of? Well, I was thinking maybe we could get married again. You having a laugh? At our age. Well, studies have shown the psychosocial benefits of marriage increase some people's longevity. I can't, Sharon. I'm with Kat Slater. Well, you've changed your mind. So, you had your COVID vaccination yet? What's that got to do with anything? You said you'd been offered it last month. Well, I've had second thoughts, ain't I? It's safer to get the jab, Phil. Especially if you don't lead a healthy lifestyle. Since when have you cared about health and safety? You tried to poison him, Bill. That was out of revenge. It was central to the plotline. What? And vaccinations are too? Sounds like a public service announcement. That's the old point. Why shouldn't EastEnders discuss topical issues? 
Because it's boring, that's why. All we talk about in this place is gambling and suicide and gender equality. The other day, Martin Fowler asked if I'd done my census form. Well, we can't entertain people all of the time. Why not? We've got to educate and inform them too. Oh, so what next? When I'm down the arch with Ben, have we got to debate the pros and cons of euthanasia? I don't see why not. Or maybe me and Kat should spend our dinner talking about eating disorders. There's nothing wrong with it. Why can't I just live my life, Sharon? What am I? Some mouthpiece for the BBC action line? They're taking a piss. Oi, you can't say that. Why not? Because it's before the watershed. Fuck the watershed, I've had enough. Phil, you ain't finished your pint. It's alcohol free, remember? Very nice, very, very nice. <laughs> I, I, I great. I, and and I, Sharon was spot on. Phil was spot on. I, I was enjoying every moment of that. It's, <laughs> and also, it's a nice sketch, that isn't it? It's a sort of the, the, the sort of the, uh, like the what is it? The politically correct version of uh, of EastEnders, you know, <laughs> yes. or, or at least railing against it. It's a nice yeah. idea, and it's also part and parcel of. Of voices, I think com- comedy voices. I and mean, Kate, you'll probably have, have done this. You know, where sometimes the comedy is in taking a, a voice A and putting it in, you know, uh, situation B, and it's the contrast that makes makes the comedy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, the juxtaposition of it—it's not what you expect. Yeah, exactly. And it, that's an impressionist trick as well, isn't it? Now, you know, where you <clears> you kind of. You take, uh, I don't know, you probably got a better example of it than I, can, than I can come up with. I used to do a bit of stand-up where we'd have match of the day doing the news, you know, and it yeah. would be some, some awful tragedy has happened somewhere and you'd have Lineker going, yeah, well, you know, it's not so bad, really. Uh, you know, he, he's kind of just <laughs> downplaying it. And then you'd have Harry Redknapp coming in and go, well, you know, I mean, well, you know, the geese, he's, he's, he's crashed a train, you know, he's had a, bad, he's had a bad day, he's had a bad day, but, you know, he's only killed 58 people and all that, you know. And it's that, it is that, isn't it, where you just take, the, you take that yeah. character and stick them in the wrong place. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, there's some fantastic female artists out there doing that right now, actually, with, you know, the, the constant sort of stuff that they put on TikTok, which they're so bloody brave. I just don't know how anyone does it. So, Al, yeah. hats off. Um, <laughs> I, I just don't know how you do it. It's so scary. But to put people in the wrong situation, it's so entertaining and I love it. I yeah. just think yeah. it's so funny. So clever. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> talking to Al- Alistair McGowan about this and he was saying when he used yeah. to, they used to do, you know, he and Ronnie Ancona would do Posh and Becks. So initially it was only now. You you do brilliant uh, Beckham, so I won't, I won't even compete with you, Al. But they so you know they do the the sort of the standard version of them. There's this sort of <laughs> wandering around a big house, and you know Beck saying all that bright, and she's not all that forthcoming, and you know the kind of <laughs> that sort of that tension. And then he said, well, we you know we had to go somewhere with it. So he suddenly made Beckham highly educated and intelligent, yeah. and <laughs> yeah. Yeah, suddenly picking yeah. up on you know what was going on in the FT and uh, you know, uh, yeah. and yeah. I've, done, and I've done a couple of sketches like that with Rooney being highly intelligent. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to imagine, isn't it? Somehow, yeah. Yeah. I'd love to hear that. <laughs> what is, what is, yeah, give us a give us a burst of that because uh, Rooney's always hilarious. I think. Um, well, obviously. Of course, you know, you have to talk about some great things, obviously, and um, you know, the politics that are going around in the world, and obviously, you know, the effective vaccinations that, of course, are taking place in certain countries, and um, 
obviously the vaccine rollout is very important for economic purposes and um, 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 <laughs> brain freeze. What's so, um. what's so great about that is that is that you retain all of the strumming and ring and the and the, and the yeah. kind of the phraseology. But yeah. but the the stuff coming out is intelligent, you know. It's kind of informed, and that's such yeah. a great it's such a great technique Brilliant. that I think both both of you, I guess, you know, here we are. We we're in, you know, we're just well at the time of recording of the fourteenth of uh, April. Yes. We're sort of just edging our way out of lockdown. Kate, mm. presumably, because you do a lot of work anyway from your home studio. It, it, do you mm. think it's, you know as as we open up, if we open up? Is that going to change things dramatically for you? or? Well, I mean, I don't know quite how they're going to manage it, really. Um, but, I mean, I've loved, uh, you know, I love working in my studio and it's it's fantastic to be able to, you know, dial into LA and, you know, do, do, do a gay, um, oh, I can't say what it is. Yeah, so annoying and you can't, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Um, a game um, in LA and, and, and then phoning, phoning sort of, um, what was it? It was a hookup with LA and Australia at the same time. But the technology is incredible. And obviously, yeah. I've had to work hard to make sure that the setup it works, and it does. Yeah. It's great, yeah. but um, it, you can really feel it, you know, can't you? When you're in a room with people, and um, I really miss that. Yeah, I do miss that. Al, have you done? I know certainly in my, you know, going back down the years when I was of things like Dead Ringers or Weekending, and you know, doing this kind of ensemble mm. acting and or, or sketch work. Have you done much of that? I, I recently had John Colshaw on my podcast, and I kind of yeah. spoke to him about. I suppose the um, the camaraderie between a lot of the impressionists in the UK, mm. it's amazing that, the, you know, so so many of you have just come together and worked together. And it's not really the case for the, the current crop of impressionists. And I suppose the reason being is, is because we have our own platforms online. Yeah. We have right, our Instagram yeah. pr- platform. We have our Twitter mm. platform, TikTok, Facebook. So it's kind of we we go we go at it on our on our own. I have always suggested that there should be a huge social media channel with an ensemble of impressionists from mm. all around the world that work together that come in and do maybe five six sketches a week. Yeah, an online yeah. sketch show. Yeah. Online an online sketch show. Mm, that'd be yeah. wonderful. Oh, it'd, it'd be amazing. They don't all have to be together. They can, it can, you know. I know. I know. Schaefer's talked about this. Uh, we had that conversation on the show. Yeah. Um, the idea of bringing young and old, you know. So maybe even I get yeah. a shout at doing. I could do a, a really bad Roy Keane child, for example. Um, <laughs> you know, but you know, the, the, the you know, the, but it is a lovely idea, isn't it? Because uh, although I know Dead Ringers has carried on and things like that, it's a question that somebody asked me on Twitter recently. A fan of the show who. And perhaps it's worth putting to you, why why aren't there shows for impressionists at the moment? And why haven't there been, you know, sketch shows? I know Dead Ringers came to TV for a little bit, but it it seems to me impressionism is, I don't want to say a dying art, because it's not people love it, but it's... Is it cost? Because, I mean, I'm sure that people would absolutely lap it up, I'm sure, especially yeah. now, you know. I mean, I I wish um, that Spitting Image was still a thing. Um, yeah. I, I know that it has been, but I've not been able to watch it on, you know, your bog standard TV. Yeah. But it I, it's something that people love. And uh, yeah. to, to get all of them together, you know, in, in just 
the, the big ones that are out there. It would just be wonderful and have guests coming in and all that creativity going on. It would just be hilarious. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah. writers. And there's so many talented writers out there that could, that could do it. Um, it's so interesting, that, because obviously the whole purpose of putting this podcast together was to see if it was doable, just <laughs> as an idea, to, to bring... Because I loved... One of the things I loved doing in my performing days was sitting down with a bunch of other people, whether it was impressionists or, mm. you know, just funny people or even actors. I've done a few, you know, I've done a few plays, love, on, on the radio. Oh, yeah. Yes, dear. Um, and but I love that whole business of just everyone sitting around you and you're firing off each other. And, you know, it's, it's a lovely feeling. And I, and it's, I think it's, it's probably the, you know, I, mean, I think you, you guys, you, you know, you and Schaefer and others, Connor perhaps, you know, should yeah. really force the issue on that maybe if you produce something online and it's it works oh, then great. maybe tv companies will come, come after yeah, yeah. well you look I mean, you look at saturday night live i i always wondered mm. yeah would there ever be something in the u say the U that brings the uk and ireland kind of impressionists and comedians together to do like a their own version of saturday night live that you would know? be awesome be well, they, the, yeah. before your time probably Al but um, I Kate might well, Kate's only what 29, 30 but, hilarious know, I'm uh, 50 tomorrow yeah. <laughs> are you really happy birthday you do thank not, you <laughs> you do not look it I'm 62 so uh, really I'm well Hooray! past it but, but, <laughs> it's a privilege but, but we remember uh, remember there was there was a show wasn't there with Ben Elton and they sort of did this fr Friday night and then I think it became a Saturday night thing and it was a live show yeah, yeah. you had you know harry enfield doing stavros and all those sorts of things but it somehow yeah. didn't didn't work in the same way saturday night live works in america but there's no reason why it shouldn't we've got great comedians we've got great yeah. performers mm. impressionists and that i don't know why it couldn't i think it's like work. saturday night live i, I kind of look at it and i think it's like a a, a young talented prodigy footballer playing in the championship yeah. And then making the move up to the Premier League because each actor, each performer that comes out of that, yeah, uh, goes on to star in their own movies. You know the likes of Will Ferrell, Bill Murray, John Belushi, Dan Aykroyd, Chevy the, Chase. The list is, yeah. Chevy yeah. Chase. The list is endless. So that's yeah. kind of the, where they start off. That's the the first kind of platform. You know where they kind of do. It's, it's interesting. I read, I read a fantastic book about Saturday Night Live and sort of taking it right through from beginning to, you know, where we are almost today. And it's interesting how they would they found, for example, the young Eddie Murphy. I know you do. Eddie Murphy, Murphy, yeah. Yeah. And he started really, you know, came to prominence on there at 20. Was he 21, 22? He was yeah, he was but, a and, kid. Yeah. and But they knew straight away, you know, he'll be with us for a couple of years, but he's too good. He's so brilliant. And, yeah. and as you say, Al, most of them, uh, you know, uh, just gone on to do amazing things. It's it's just kind of a, a proving ground, isn't it? Yeah. And there is a studio audience, isn't it? Yeah. Because um, uh, that's another way of, do of looking at it, of course, of co uh, you know, social distancing, etc. All those things, mm. hopefully theatre will be back. But um, the, the thing that I did with... Um, uh, Fantastic, talented writer Barnaby Eaton-Jones. He um, and Dirk Maggs worked together on producing this thing called The Goodies, um, The Big Ben Theory. And I was, yeah. um, I could not believe that I was invited to do it, but I was. It was amazing. Um, but that was with John Colshaw, who was just the most generous, lovely. I mean, everybody was. Um, yeah. And Joanna Lumley and all of that. But it was, it was 
an incredible experience because it was a live theatre performance. We did the table reads, you know, and we had right old laughs and and stuff and kept some of that in, Mm. which is why those reads are brilliant. And then we performed it, I think it was the RADA Theatre, and it went down so well, it was recorded, and then it's been put out for... Oh, it's, it's on Audible, I believe, now. Yeah. But those, those are Brilliant. kind of... That's sort of a business area. That's mm. definitely doable, but it's of course, it's, it's the live audience and, and how they, they do that. But Saturday Night, I mean, what a brilliant idea, co- yeah. collaborating like that. Al, come on, it's, it's all down to you, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, get this thing, get it all up and running and ready to get go. And uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll come and watch. I can't, you know, I'm not going to come and do any impressions on it. Anyway, let's, um, <laughs> it's, it, it's an interesting area that, and, and you know, I think, I think it, it's odd. It just seems to me very odd that in, in the very narrow sense of impressions that there haven't been more shows. You know, the McGowan show and the Bremner show ran for years, but they were, mm. you know, they were, they all finished. 15 years ago and you know that's uh yeah was the apart from the imitation game and a couple of other bits and pieces it's not really been a, a nice vehicle for impressionists on tv uh we'll we'll talk about that i'm sure later in the series well we've got one more uh Hurrah! sketch to go <laughs> and um this is another another by our friend sean percival and i i put this out to tender as it were because i <laughs> al's denzel washington is a masterpiece and so i was very determined to have uh, a denzel washington sketch and instantly i had a go at denzel the other night i was watching um oh some terrible film called the little things and um oh, i noticed yeah. is it any yeah, good no, it's shit so don't, yeah. <laughs> don't waste your time it's so poor but denzel's <laughs> always watchable isn't he he's always watchable mm. and i started getting the you know that sort of that uh, thing he does with the uh, yeah, almost yeah. now the whole time is it, uh, and then the laughing yeah. and what have you. <laughs> um, I, nothing i can do will get in the way of your impressions don't worry he about does that. the kardashian vocal fry <laughs> yes the vocal fry exactly yeah, yeah it he is always the vocal has fry. <laughs> yeah he has he invented it um so in this sketch we've got a young woman we've okay. got an old lady like we've got know. denzel de niro so i'll i'll take de niro only because there's also Perfect. pacino and, and of Perfect. the two of them i used to do de niro but only the face you know, it's yeah, the title of a movie, isn't it? <laughs> but when it comes to the voice, I'll I'll just do something vaguely like it. Uh, and 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 Pacino. There we are. So those are the those yeah. are the characters, and it's uh, in a shop. <laughs> so that's the setup. Okay. So uh, here we go. Mr. De Niro, Mr. Washington, can I help you with anything, gentlemen? Well, do you like working here, young lady? I beg your pardon. Does this job fulfil your ambitions? Uh, did you come in the store for anything in particular, gentlemen? First she asks what we want, and then she wants to know why we came in here. Why all the questions, lady? Uh, because it's my job. Oh, now she's getting cute with us. Are you fucking believe this? Uh, look, there's a lady behind you in the queue. Now, can I help you or not? To be helped or not to be helped, I suppose that is the fundamental question. Get a move on, y'all. I'm waiting to be served. Ain't got all day and nothing, something don't smell right. Now, just buy what you need and get the fuck out of my way. Mr. De Niro, Mr. Washington, just tell me what you want and stop causing trouble again. Causing trouble again? I don't seem to recall bringing any type of aggravation to this establishment, and neither does my friend here. I don't remember nothing. 
<laughs> that don't surprise me one bit. Your ass is going to be 90 years old if it's a day. <laughs> I'd be surprised if y'all remember to remove your pants before taking a shit in the morning. Are you talking to me? <laughs> of course I'm talking to you. You see any other wrinkly-ass old white motherfucker in the immediate vicinity? <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> Unless I'm seriously mistaken, Bob, that sounds like Al. Yeah, you're right, Denzel. That's definitely Al. He must have gotten out. You fucking Who the fuck is it? Al? I'm so sorry. I, I went right over your line. Do you want to do that again? <laughs> you fucking idiot. You went over my fucking line. I'm going to do it again. Right. Uh, do it you're again. right, Denzel. Okay, let's go again. <laughs> That's definitely Al. He must have gotten out. Can you fucking believe this? Who the fuck is Al? And where the fuck did he escape from? Hoo-ha! Hey. It's coming from behind that plant pot. Freeze, everyone! I'm a cop! Holy shit! The mother, little motherfucker's got a gun! I said, freeze, everyone! I'm a cop! You ain't a cop, Al. You ain't a cop. I'm not! Okay, freeze, everyone! I'm a Cuban gangster! No, you ain't, Al. You ain't a cop. You ain't a Cuban gangster. You ain't the godfather. Denzel's right, Al. You ain't Jimmy Hoffa, either. Hell, Al, you ain't even a blind man with a strong sense of smell. Well, what the fuck is he then, a hobbit? Nope, he's just an old actor who's a few cents short of a dollar. That's all. Put that gun down, Al, and come over here now, Al. Now, you just stay right there, little guy. No way is you jumping this queue. You got a big ass! Shaky little motherfucker. He, he, okay, he doesn't mean no harm, lady. Come on, Al. Me and Bob here will take you back to your crib. But I don't want to go back to Sunnyside Residential Home, guys. You've no idea what it's like sharing a room with Joe Pesci and Jack Nicholson. Well, don't worry, Al. I'll have him clipped. Look, I've had enough of this. Either buy something or get out of my shop. Okay, okay. I'll have those cigarettes over there and the usual for Bob. Here you go, Mr. Washington. Twenty Marlboro Lights for you and one box of super-absorbent adult diapers for Mr. De Niro. Oh, I fucking knew I could smell piss. <laughs> that was fabulous. I, I so enjoyed doing that. And all the voices, you guys, honestly... Phenomenal. Um, I loved Al Pacino. Uh -oh. the, the, the old lady <laughs> was... Uh, yeah, the old lady you. was brilliant. <laughs> I knew I could smell piss. <laughs> I, think I you've got to, her. <laughs> you've got to create a whole series around that old lady. That's yeah, sure. you got to. Uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, Al, we didn't get to hear the Denzel laugh, and I think we're going to have to ask you for that just because okay. it, it, the, the, the sketch didn't allow Can we have a wild, it? dear? Let's have a wild laugh, can we? <laughs> <laughs> just give us a laugh, love. Okay, you just do the laugh. You just do that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. My man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, he, the awesome. Pacino was gorgeous. A lovely oh, yes. attack on that voice. Uh, it was, honestly, it was. It, yeah. just one thing because we we we've got to bring things to a close. I just wanted to to ask you both of you actually. For start with Al, the um, and again, it's something we've talked about on the on the pod before. Consecutive voices. Now you're taking Pacino. Which, yeah. right up there somewhere and then you got the you know got Denzel down here somewhere mm. and then so the very different voices and very different things you're having to do so very how, how do you did you find that difficult to manage 
Uh, you, you, you get used to it, I suppose. You just go from, yeah. from one to the other. Now, listen, I'm going to have a big glass of water after this, after doing Pacino, because, yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 fairly strenuous on the voice when I do that. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but, I, I mean, I find as well in the mornings, that's the best. Uh, you, you guys know well, the mornings is yeah, the best time yeah. to do kind of a, a deep voice. I mean, I, I, I remember watching The Last Dance, the show about the Chicago Bulls and there was a player called Scotty Pippen and his voice is so deep but I could only do him from a certain time from 7 o'clock to yeah. 10 o'clock in the morning other than those times he doesn't come out of his trailer I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know it's and, and like that with Pacino I could probably do Pacino better in the afternoon yeah than the morning it's it's a weird thing that isn't it i i can do yeah. um morgan freeman well my, my voice is quite deep anyway but in the morning it's kind of down it's somewhere oh know, it's I'm, great I'm, yeah. I'm morgan yeah. freeman i'm way down <laughs> here and you know and, and as the as the day goes on it starts to come yeah. up a little yeah, bit. it starts yeah. to deteriorate uh, and then yeah you it does <laughs> it does um kate you were doing yeah. a young lady and old lady there mm. seamlessly and you take you doing consecutive lines mm. again is that had you practiced that or is it something you find easy? Because obviously if you're doing animations, you're probably doing lots of voices, maybe, maybe not consecutively like that because they might break them up in the studio. But you, you seem very, very comfortable with that. Yeah, it, it, um, it, though, the, because they're so very different um, and uh, it, it was easy to sort of log in with them, if you know what I mean. You kind of just yeah. think of them differently. So the old woman was really down there and the old, you know, the younger one was up here. So it's sort of very much a physical thought, first of all, in my head. Yeah. But yeah, talking about the sort of diverse um, thing with Octonauts, I'm doing five different characters. One is really, really low and one is very, very high. And um, they're fantastic, um, the guys there that helped me. And allow me to do the high stuff first and then I come so it's a lot easier and it doesn't sort of strain the old voce because sometimes when I've done a lot of that stuff it's uh, I sometimes lose the high <clears throat> kind of you know all of that stuff yeah. so it's yeah. quite interesting but the switch is generally I think if you think it you're kind of okay you're that you're in the ballpark you just take a second you're kind of okay it's interesting. I was, I was only going to say for, from a personal perspective, when I, I used to, as a, as a kid, I used to be able to, to sing Earth, Wind and Fire's Fantasy, which goes into a come, some falsetto that's just out yeah. of, you know, you can't even hear it. Dogs can hear it. Yeah. And I used to be able to do that, right? I used to be able to do it and I can't anymore. And I don't know if it's something as you get oh. older, is it something about your... Your vocal cords shorten or something. Um, you, you need to ask uh, Nicola Redman or other coaches about that. <laughs> yeah, I will do. I will, that's something I'll bring up because my voice has, has got deeper as I've got older, and it's um, it's something that yes. probably can happen. There we are. Well, look, enough enough about me. That was absolutely a joy. Honestly, I know it's. Uh, it I don't brilliant. want to sound too actorly about it, but it was <laughs> joyous. Um, both of you, honestly, outstandingly brilliant voices. Great <laughs> company great fun today and i've <laughs> i've loved it i've absolutely loved it thank you so all that remains for me to say is uh, to thank you kate harper thank you so much simon <laughs> it's been a pleasure having you I've on i've had and such a ball ever. and with working with al <laughs> as well thank you al, yeah. al and absolutely. al honestly awesome. as ever utterly utterly brilliant uh, thanks al for for coming uh, on the show thank you simon uh, and thanks kate i had just a blast working with you and it was it's lovely oh, to be uh, it's, this is how people are meeting each other yes yeah. virtually yeah. so it's 
pleasure it's the, to meet it's the you. only way isn't it oh, yeah, yeah. I'll, see you, on the tri- I'll um, see you on the tri- I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is how i've met simon this is how i met simon as well virtually so yeah it's just yeah. it's just the well, way well, it is I'll hopefully hopefully one day we'll all meet in in the flesh it'll be Real feel most nice. peculiar won't it absolutely um and i hope you'll both uh, come back on the show again bring your amazing talents to making an impression but uh, until that do join us next time on making an impression the sketches but for now it's goodbye Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed the show, why not drop us a five-star review and subscribe on Apple or Spotify or your chosen podcast platform. Check out our Making an Impression Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Voice Maestros. I'll be dropping clips of the recordings, photos and links to the shows and there's all that and more, including all the sketches on our website, www.voicemaestros.com where you can join our subscriber list and receive our newsletter with inside info about the show. Join us next time for another Making an Impression.